What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Under Analyzed. The NBA is back. We have actual NBA games to talk about this week, and we're going to give you the hottest updates uh, of week one of the NBA season. Then we're going to hit you with some surprising things that should not be surprising, and then some wins for the salty haters out there. After that, we're going to wrap it up with the Tom Brady of the week. Let's start with a tip-off. Sam, what's new in small, annoying pains? Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know what you call it but you know when like you bite the inside of your lip and mm-hmm. then for the re- remaining week there's just like a little it almost looks like a little hole in your lip and uh-huh. it is the most uncomfortable and painful thing because my teeth keep like slightly uh you know uh what's what's the word when something rubbing. Oh, touch rubbing ah. touch biting yeah those are words those are english words um yeah all of those words um I keep happening so it won't go away and i am just very sad and i i bit it like 20 minutes ago when eating something and so I, it's just fresh on the fresh on the brain yeah the good news is uh it won't swell up and you won't bite it again tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> increasing the cavity size of that hole like tenfold like every time i bite mm-hmm. my lip once i bite it so much harder yeah. within the next few days and then i literally just have a gaping hole in my mouth oh yeah uh i also just like a chronic canker i don't know if i have chronic canker sores but like i always have a canker sore in my mouth so i understand really? it is the worst yeah i have one right here right now on the inside of my uh, that sucks <laughs> those, are, those are the worst that was a very good call sam because those are it affects everything you do like <laughs> It I'll makes food miserable. You eat a exactly. salty chip and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the most painful thing I've ever done. Yes. You take exactly. a drink of water, you're like, wow, this is like drinking Fireball. <laughs> Not that I've ever drank Fireball, but I've met burns. It's exactly it. like when I drink Fireball. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. Well, we're, we're thankful that you're here with us and um, thanks for fighting through the pain, man. Oh, this, yes. is, this is your flu game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, what's new in Dreams? <laughs> yeah, so to be clear, this is like in uh, lifelong goals type streams. Um, I was last last night when there were a ton of games going on. I had at one point four different screens with four different games while I was taking notes about them. Uh, this is my dedication to this podcast, just so you know, listeners. Um, but I was <laughs> I was saddened because I wish it were my full time job to do that, like just to watch NBA games and take notes and write my thoughts down because then I was thinking about, well, I need to do my homework at some point. And I have to go to bed at a decent hour because I have to wake up early to go to work, you know? So um, I still have a dream of, of being able to to do NBA stuff for, for a living. So there we go. That's what's new in dreams. To our listeners out there, this is your fault, right? You need to tell your friends. <laughs> you need to follow us on all the social medias so Jake can live his dream. So... There we go. I was about to say, this is a big hot seat for all the listeners out there. It's This is golden. really on you that we're... Yes, yeah. golden. Ashley. <laughs> I heard my sister Erica listens to him. So. Erica. Actually, um, as I'm thinking about this, we're getting mad at the wrong people. Like, you guys true. are making Jake's dream possible. Every other individual on this earth, like the outside of those em. three people, including <laughs> <Stephanie>. ourselves... <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I, know, I know Sam for sure doesn't listen Sam, to this podcast. Sam for sure has never listened to a single episode of the podcast. The uh, first one. Ow. See, right there. By saying first. <laughs> this is the worst. And I won't mention it the rest of the podcast, but I'm just saying that, like, it's the worst. Okay. And I, I want to throw Jake and Jared under the bus, too, because I put a random bleep. Uh, I bleeped one of the, like, random words in the last episode, and nobody said anything about it, which means Ooh, they didn't I listen. Listened. Ooh, I, I haven't listened to all of it. I haven't listened to the last one yet. Ooh, I usually t- I usually take you know a week or so. That way it's all out of date and it's not relevant. <laughs> Shame on strategy. us all for ruining Jake's dream. But we should keep that going. <laughs> I still like the random bleeps just to make it seem more profane. So yep, um, I could swear more. No, Sam. No, come on. <laughs> no, that also works. Okay. Gosh. You would never. That would make uh, it. It actually be very funny to me to make Christian's editing job <laughs> just a little more. <laughs> up. Just start chewing on this ice and just swearing. <laughs> uh, or type. Yeah. I wake up early to edit this before I go to work, so please, please don't. But it's fine. Um, we're gonna go to me now. What's new in accountability? Uh, this week I got into a spat, not an argument, but an NFL discussion with Yahoo sports reporter, Charles Robinson, 122,000 followers. Um, He was saying that Christian McCaffrey, former Carolina Panthers running back was worth a first round pick, which is wrong. And so I told him, I said, look, we're a basketball podcast, but we'll take a shot. Your logic doesn't make any sense. He's worth a third round pick, but he'll get a second round pick. And he's saying, no, he's going to get a first round pick. Anyways, as I'm driving to you, you replied to me. Yep. To, underanalyzed? Uh, yeah, underanalyzed? Underanalyzed. Hey, let's go. Under underscore analyzed. Under underscore analyzed. Let's go. Yep. I like it. And yeah, so we're we're having some intense sports dialogue with some of the bright some of the minds out there. I was gonna say some of the brightest <laughs> minds out there. Oh. But I changed my mind. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Bradius or something. No. I was like, what? I mean, no no dis- disrespect to Charles Robinson because I still don't I still think that's crazy. But anyway, he's probably listening to this. He, he is right that's now. Probably is. Um He's gonna look us up. The the McCaffrey trade happened as I was driving home to record this podcast, right? Uh to my 49ers actually, which is kind of exciting. Because uh we don't spend enough resources on running backs to begin with. Uh, I'm sure he'll stay healthy. Yeah, it, no, no <laughs> way if 49ers running back gets hurt. They're never going to sh- shred him against the defense. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, for sure going to work out. So, Mr. Robinson, Charles, predicted a first-round pick. I predicted a second-round pick. Uh, we were both wrong. Uh, they traded a second, third, fourth, and fifth-round pick for Christian McCaffrey. How does that translate? I have no idea. We're a basketball podcast, but we'll call this one a tie, Mr. Robinson. So, I just want our listeners to know... When we're sort of wrong, we will admit it. It's okay to be wrong, but we'll continue putting our opinions out onto the interwebs because we're not scared of of the Goliaths out there. There we so go. That's that's what's new in accountability. Uh, side note, real quick, uh, Christian manages our Twitter account, and he's been on fire recently. I've <laughs> I've almost shared his tweets to like our our group chat multiple times because uh i was just like scrolling twitter i was like oh yeah this is a hilarious meme or like this is a good take so uh christian's been on fire so if you're not following us on twitter what are you doing with your life you know i have no idea if you're not one of four followers uh which turns <laughs> out oh it's I me i was gonna say you did call out jay uh what was his name mr Who, who's the mr that you got in a fight with 
McCaffrey? Uh, Robinson. Mr. Robinson, oh. you called out his follower count, but not ours. Yeah, we have four so. followers. All right, so Mr. Robinson, we raise you one. Yep. It's me, Jake, Jared, and a woman named Tracy Vasquez. Hey, Tracy. Tracy. We love you so much. Tracy, you're the star of the dream. Vasquez. West Valley City. Is that the oh. first uh, follower that we don't know? Tracy, if we ever blow up, we're going to donate our first dollar to you. I just Tracy, pulled up her account. Yeah. She has spam. a link to stripchat.com. So doesn't matter. She's a follower. <laughs> Boosting those numbers. Definitely not a bot. <laughs> Number one fan. I miss I miss Tracy. I'm I'm excited. Like I'm excited Tracy. that she's part of our life. Yeah, this so, is great. If you're looking you, for Tracy. those sort of services, give our girl Tracy yeah. Vasquez a look. <laughs> link in our bio. <laughs> I am <laughs> advertising for pornography right now this is okay is that gonna be the bleep board yeah that's no <laughs> i'll believe myself on that jared let's move on what's new in no this is a great segue jared what's new in fantasy ah. <laughs> <Yes>. um <laughs> yeah fantasy basketball just started and earlier this week we went over we looked at the so our league's been there for six years right and everyone knew that and it's listening to this we've had a basketball fantasy league for six years and sam randomly threw in his stats for the career stats over the last six years and it was pretty good i probably landed like third overall fourth, fourth overall fourth, fourth was my average place out of okay. 10 teams yeah he's won least. twice one gift was one win was <laughs> gifted so we don't count it well that's true you had yeah, a Mickey, you you had a COVID. That was a Mickey Mouse. Uh, no, 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 yeah. no. Mouse Jake had no, no. I had a that was 2019. Jake um, had the Mickey Mouse yeah. championship. Sorry, what was my average finishing? If you know what I mean. Yikes! Wasn't yours You're second? first? I was second. second place. No, second which was the worst. far and away the highest because you were the second with fourth. So oh, I don't no, want to hear um, the talk. True. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was fifth. So completely <laughs> mediocre, but it's I've won once, so I'm like I'll take that. I've also been a couple times. You can bleep that word to make it sound That's like I said something worse. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and, and but don't bleep the way you said after it. <laughs> Perfect. Just bleep the um, whole sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I vividly remember the moment when I should have beat Sam. That was that the mm. first year. Very that was familiar the first year. in like the 20... first round of the playoffs. 2016-2017 season. Yep. LeBron had a mid-range shot, bricked it. <laughs> I lost by half. I lost. You by lost half. because he took the <laughs> shot and missed yeah, 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 it. Exactly. If he had not taken the shot, you would have won. Yep. Yes. Regardless of whether he made it. Yeah. So it was uh it was awesome. Really, really cool. So I got <laughs> nice to bring back those old memories. It's... And then this year. Well, really quick on that. It's hilarious because all three of us remember exactly where we were when like it was that a happened. core memory. Yeah. Like, it, what, like, like I, I can picture in my apartment in Logan exactly where I was standing when I saw that text. Yeah. Jake knows firsthand that I don't remember a lot from college or high school when he brings stuff up, but I remember that exactly where it was. It, I'm still mad about it. Then <laughs> <laughs> you end up winning the year, Sam, the mm -hmm. whole the whole thing. So that was uh, garbage. So pretty much that's like a half a championship for me. Mm -hmm. um, so this year, going back, I, I've historically liked to choose a lot of big guys. Um, they get really high points because they get bonuses for double doubles. 
this year I decided to just take a lot of swings and uh, pick Kawhi Leonard, which he comes off the bench now. So he was my second pick. And he was your um, second pick. I think he was my second, maybe my third, but like, yeah, it was pretty high was up there. High. And, he, and I knew <laughs> all the reasons why I shouldn't have chosen him. Uh-huh. But I was like, but what if, but what if he's good this year? James like, Harden was definitely still available when you took him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just feeling it. And I took LeBron James last year, and then he's been playing out of his mind so far this year. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm kind of in this weird, like, being really bad at fantasy sports mode. I kind of like it. It's kind of nice. Like, I'd hate to be good at something I really care about. Um, so that's what's new. Just uh mediocre team owner, but I know a lot about basketball, so it's pretty um, great. This definitely isn't an overreaction though, because there have been a full three days of games in the NBA so far. So True. True. Um you know, this is all set true. in stone at this point. That's true. And Jared, it was the third round. I just pulled up our draft history. Third round, okay, Kawhi that, Leonard. So That's good value. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll take it all back. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on good. to some actual games in real life. And uh, like Jared said, this is for sure not going to be an overreaction. Uh, and these are not uh, hot takes that we're having after uh, two games, Max. Utah, Denver, that's right. Your Utah Jazz are sitting at number two in the Western Conference standings. Sam, you were there. What was it like? Just describe it for us. In one word, electric and satisfying. <laughs> um, no, it was, uh, yeah, it, I, I'll be honest. So we got some pretty cheap upper bowl tickets. Uh, I mean, front row upper bowl, sick brag. Uh, but they were a lot cheaper than they have been historically, probably because everyone thinks we're going to be last in the West. And so, anyways, Hopefully I kind of... Hopefully we are. I, yes. yeah. Uh, in full transparency, I strictly was going because they were bringing back the purple court from the nineties and, uh, which was sick, which was sick. And we got a free, uh, jazz shirt. I knew that was coming and with no sponsors on it. What? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And, um, so yeah, I was kind of just going for, you know, opening game energy, basically, uh, or opening season, I should say. Um, and it was, uh, the energy in the first half was incredible. Just like how loud it got, how much fun it seemed like all the players were having with each other. Because I was like, I don't know how these guys are going to play with each other. But when the first half ended, we were up by 18, maybe 20. It was it was eighteen or twenty two, right? Was it twenty yeah. two? Okay, I think so. So we were up by twenty two, and I remember telling my buddy Nate that I was with, like, I I feel like we're not going to be able to hold this. I think we're going to come out flat in the third. The energy is going to be low, and this is probably doesn't just, sound like a jazz thing to do. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> like, and I think that this is just Denver rust rather than like jazz talent. I'll be honest, I said that, uh, but. Then the third Fair. came, and it exactly what I thought was happening started to happen. And I'm like, it's because I think they got it within eight, I think was the closest they brought it to. Yeah. And 
But then, uh, again, I told my buddy, we just got to make it to the fourth. Something about uh, the Jazz home game in the fourth, like the energy in the stadium, it always, like, boosts the team, I feel like. So we made it to the fourth, and sure enough, the the energy came back. And I, I just couldn't believe some of the stat lines that were crazy to me. In the first half, uh, Vanderbilt had 11 rebounds. Unfortunately, he only finished with 12, but he was killing it on the boards for us yeah yeah he out rebounded mm. the nuggets as a team by himself in the first half i think the nuggets had 10 10 rebounds as a team in the first half and he had a lot uh, and i actually correct me if i'm wrong i don't know i can't remember who scored the first few buckets but i know i i, I think the jazz basically led like the entire game they may have, yeah. Nuggets may have got up early on, but the plus minus on the board, that was my favorite thing watching the whole game. But uh, Rudy Gay, shockingly, I don't know if you guys knew this, was like the best plus minus of anyone on the on either team. Plus 24. Uh, yep. I hate, and, I hate Rudy Gay. Yeah, yeah I, I know. No if I just, Anytime I just, he shoots, I'm just like, that's off. Yeah, that's, but he was nailing some threes. He was... He, yeah, it was the yeah. most surprising thing I've ever watched. <laughs> right. And, um, oh... Another thing that I, I, as we were walking into the stadium, I said, okay, I think if Sexton goes off in his first game, like, it's going to, I think we're going to pull out the win. And sure enough, he led our team in scoring 20 points. And mm. it was just, just overall, just a, like zero expectations, basically. So it seemed like they were playing with, I guess, with that mentality and just having, well, actually, I would say it seemed like they were playing to like prove everyone, hey, we don't suck. Yeah. And just having some fun. So it was it was nice. Yeah, no, I saw a tweet from a pretty prominent uh ringer personnel. I think he does mostly baseball stuff, but he he tweeted about how the Jazz are are an actually competent team and they might struggle to lose games, which kinda sucks, but it's also good to <laughs> know like we actually have really good talent with uh all the picks that we obtained as well right we have a lot of good young talent we have good young players they're obviously inexperienced they're going to struggle uh, which is kind of what we want right because we, we were trying to tank at least for a season um, but you know we didn't just trade for a bunch of crap essentially aside from our picks right and that's what we want and if you're trying to well we're going to screw this up somehow but if you're trying to tank like you want to play young talent you know, like you just like you need them to be good. So when you get the players that you get, you can have a team already. You're not just starting with some really awesome talent and just a bunch of scrubs the rest of the time. So that's really encouraging that we do have that kind of talent. Markadin, still love him to death. <laughs> Lowry, he was nailing some shots and I, uh, I, decent rebounder. Oh like, yeah, adequate post defender. Um, another thing I forgot to mention is uh, this. We also pulled out this basically blowout win with uh, arguably our best guy Clarkson not having a good game. I mean, he right. definitely brought uh, like something to the court, obviously, I guess, energy, leadership, veteran, whatever, but he had six to turnovers and it felt like he had 16 turnovers. Like it was, yeah. it was pretty mm -hmm. hard to watch him handle the ball. And I, I don't know, I was going to get your guys's take. Like if you feel like that's just because this year he's going to have to be more of a point guard role. So he has the ball more often because it just seemed like he didn't know how to dribble. Or like his yeah. I think it's just a, a very different role for him being like the guy 
you know, A, it's more pressure. B, it's just a lot more to think about rather than just like, here's the ball, score a bucket when you get the ball rather than here's the ball, run the team, get everybody else involved, right? Yeah. Um, I did notice he was passing a lot more than he used to, right? Which makes sense because he's in a different role. But uh, I think he'll get better or more adjusted to his role as, as the season moves on. Yeah, Jordan, I right. still love you when you listen to this, to be clear. We all love you, Jordan. I think I think he was worried, yeah. I, Sam loves him most, but we all love you. Um, I mean, he's just a really streaky player, right? Like, in general. Is his ball handling streaky? streaky? <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe we're on to something there. Time will tell. His in the, like, around the basket short jumper is the least streaky thing in the world. Like, he literally never misses it. True. I don't understand. Yep. I feel like he's one of the best finishers within, I don't know, eight feet of the basket. Not even layups, just like those little pull-ups, floaters yeah. he does. Yeah, and I'm after that game. My biggest takeaway is that if we have those that court and jersey combo the rest of the year, we might go eighty-two and zero. Like we look electric. <laughs> yeah. like, we look Seriously. very good. And if we had wear the other jerseys, I'm if we had them the entire year, we'd go zero and eighty-two. So maybe we should put because on those because we think we're ones. a practice, right? <laughs> they're, they're practice yeah. jerseys. I actually like them. <laughs> like, I'll say it. I like that's them fine. They're, t- they're like awful. The the purple should the be the black our... ones are the black ones are okay. The Actually, white yeah, and the point. yellow I do not like. Yeah. No. I'll... Here's my problem. I I was like so excited by the game last night. I pulled up the Jazz team store and I was like gonna look at uh, t-shirts <laughs> and sweatshirts, and I'm like men's sweatshirts. Click on that, and all the models are like women. Like for the men's sweatshirt. I need... But we ball that up. You get the okay, just lots of. <laughs> well, bleeps. no, I'm with you, Christian. I tried to do the same thing at the stadium because they do the like deliver to your seat thing feature, and Ooh, I just cool. filtered like size large purple, like in the purple section, and it came up with you have two options, and one was like a 60 year old woman wearing a uh, windbreaker for 170 dollars <laughs> or something. And then I don't even remember the second thing. The second one, oh, a jersey. Um, I think it was Conley's jersey, but they had like no inventory, it felt like. So I ended yeah. up going on Etsy <laughs> after the game <laughs> and got a black uh, with the purple Utah Jazz logo like sweatshirt. So that's going to yeah. be much better. Now, to be clear, I, I don't have any problem with them like using specific models. It just doesn't make any sense why a woman is modeling the men's clothing. Like, nothing, like, I'm like, okay, this yeah, I don't know. I, I guess you're right. That's that's okay. Okay, you guys are right. I'm very sorry. Um, I still stand by what I said. Back to the game really quick. Um, Sam... No, stay on this. <laughs> Sam, you mentioned... one, one other thing about clothes really quick. The, yeah. the Jazz MC, A, I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> B, yes. he had a really sick... Uh, Thank you. What's, what's that? What are those uh, clothes? Uh, the, Almost like a varsity one. jacket. Yeah, like, exactly. From high like, a, like a like, jazz varsity jacket. It had like the establishment man. date on it, and it like yeah. had some really sick jazz logos. It was like black and white. It was, it was, it was black really with cool. white sleeves. And yeah, it looked. That sick. was the only yeah uh, aspect of him that I liked as well, Jake, because he was. Yeah, very I wanted annoying. to. I wanted to punch him in the throat. And then one more thing, not about the game. Uh, <laughs> I hate that League Pass makes you. Well, it doesn't make you watch, but turns on the halftime show. Uh, because they decided to bring in Simon, watch, yeah. Simon Says, who apparently is like an NBA halftime performer. I don't know why, because A, he's a douchebag to everybody who's playing the game. 
<laughs> B, Sam loved him, but he was kind of drunk, so uh, you know that doesn't count. Uh, also true. Uh, but it was like the most painful thing I've ever watched for a halftime show. I don't know why. Like it was, I'd much rather Red prefer, Dragon, like Red like, Panda. Red I Mons. love Red. I love Red Panda. She's awesome. Oh yeah, the, with incredible. the cups, the balance. Yeah, yeah, the cups and plays and stuff. Yeah, she, yeah, she yeah, is yeah. awesome. But this dude was just like his talent was yelling at people and saying Simon Says directions really fast and telling people that they suck. Like, I don't know. Um. So uh, the Simon Says one. Two things. One, uh, there was a lot of laughter in the stadium, Jake. Even though, yes, I was a little that's, drunk. It was, fine. yeah, there was a lot of people finding him funny. Well, and he had this awkward moment where he, like, tried to kick a lady out who had done the correct action. And he was like, uh, yeah, get out of here. He's like, oh, wait, no, let me, I guess you can stay. All right, I, I mean, I'll grace you with my little lie. You can stay. I was like, shut up, dude. I want to punch you in the mouth right now. Actually, that would really hurt, so. Do you want to hate him more? Ooh. I do. He spells his name Simon S I M O N, just normal. Says S E Z. Yeah. Mm. Also, his name's not even Simon. It says like Stephen something. Simon says Master. Steve so, Max is his name. Steve I've got Max. his Twitter yep. pulled up. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, Steve Max, you ever hear this? I think you suck. <laughs> uh, let's uh, tweet him on Underanalyzed. You got yeah, it. Him. <laughs> I got some. Uh, Christian. Got some things cooking. Um, back to the actual game. Thanks for bearing with us, man. If anybody gets through that, that's, <laughs> you guys are amazing. Um, now, Sam, you mentioned there were several times you said you said to your friend, "What was your friend's name again?" Uh, Nate. Nate. Several times you said to Jared Nate, two now, If this yeah. happens, then this other thing's going to happen. It looks like you were right on everything. That's very impressive. But uh, well, the, the Jazz quarter, are very predictable. That's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's really what you're comes genius. Down to. <laughs> yeah. One thing I noticed was the first time we really noticed the, the fact that Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Royce O'Neal, and Boyan Bogdanovich were missing was in the fourth quarter when we didn't blow a 20-point lead. That was like <laughs> the first time I really noticed that they were gone. But you guys are right. Like, awesome game. It's kind of playing with house money. Clarkson just kind of came out firing, just kind of effort mentality, you know? And there's another <laughs> that I'll throw in there. I'm like, please. Yeah. Um... A uh, quick uh, trivia question for those uh, of you not looking at the stat line right now. Um, who is the Jazz leading blocker now? Anyone? Anyone? I'm looking at the stat I line. No, don't I'm look at the stat I'm not looking line. at it. Okay, Jared, Jake, uh, take your guesses now that Gobert is gone. My heart I... wants to say Kid Kessler. Huh? Okay. Give me Jared Vanderbilt. It's probably... Okay, uh, yep, you're both wrong. Mike Conley with one block. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> he was the only block of the night. <laughs> nice. Beautiful. One last thing. Um, something that needs to be addressed is the whoever runs Jazz social media, those pictures they posted the day before the game or the day of the game of all the players in their street clothes, like just normal clothes, that was rough. Did you guys see those? I yeah, didn't. I I'm did looking not, it up no. now. Oh my gosh. Um, everyone has terrible, like, it just looked horrible. And Kelly Olenek, I sent that one on Instagram, I think. When he's oh, just, yeah. Like, yeah, just that. horrible. And it makes me real wonder I, how you could wait, ever hate So, was it the photographer's like fault or just they don't have good... It was everyone's fault. I don't know. The wait, the sky's the limit one? Were they at the airport? No, that's seven. No, it's, it's like one picture of everyone. Oh. Um, like, individually. Everyone. It's. Anyways, look it up. You'll see oh, what I mean. Yep. It was pretty yeah, cool. Yep, I do see. Okay. A couple, uh, uh, just super, super fast. Walker Kessler, 
first player in NBA history to record a double double and shoot 100% from the floor on their in their rookie debut. Uh, so you know, I'm not gonna say he is the next Shaq, but I'm gonna white, say that white Shaq incoming. Um, and Denver looked really sloppy, to be expected, because they haven't played with their best players in over a half a season with Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. And I'm scared every time Michael Porter Jr. falls in any way. Um, <laughs> yeah, True. so is he. Yeah, so is he. So, anyways, I think Denver will get a lot better. I, I wouldn't judge Denver at all on this game. Jokic, you could tell, is kind of warming up as well. But Jeff Green True. had like a, a, a post-rising dunk. He should be retired somehow. Rewound the clock. Yeah. I like Jeff Green. Yeah, Father Anyways. Time trying to take on Jeff Green and LeBron James at the same time. Not a fair fight. <laughs> Moving on. Detroit, Orlando, new home of Boyan Bogdanovich. If you listened to our last episodes, you knew this would be a good game. We were right. What's new? Jake, what are your, some takeaways from it? Uh, so Jay Nivey, who was my pick for Rookie of the Year, had 19 points in his debut. He was probably the second best Piston. The first being Boyan Bogdanovich, who scored 24 points with 6 of 10 from 3. So shout out to our boy Bogey. Uh, killed it in his in his Pistons debut. Really happy for him. I think it's a great situation for him to be in. He can be in a leadership role while still being able to play uh, exactly the the type of role that he he wants. Um, and he doesn't have to play very much defense because he's got a lot of athletic dudes around him. So uh, the other thing is Paolo was very impressive. Third player in NBA history with twenty five plus points. Five plus rebounds, five plus assists. The only other two NBA players in in his rookie debut. The only other two players in NBA history who did that were LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who are decent players, I guess. They're right. Um, and his final stat line was twenty-seven points, uh, nine rebounds, five assists, two blocks. So, uh, you know, shot a shot a meager sixty-one percent from the field. And he looks like incredible. He, he like, looks like he's been in the NBA for five years already. Uh, yeah, he is insane. <laughs> and uh, so getting back to your point, Jake, I I think it's an absolute perfect situation for, for Boyan. Um, him just being able to shoot and that's it pretty much is fantastic. With um, like the young players like Sadiq Bey, Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, like this really solid team. Cade's going to take a big leap this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool to see him and Paolo in the court at the same time. And the uh, just an overall, just an awesome game. Had a, like a really close game. And it was cool to yeah. see, see that as well, how competitive was throughout the entire game. Yeah, it was decided in the last like 20 seconds. And it was actually Cade Cunningham made a big play. He he drove and he had he had a lane to take a kind of contested layup, but you know, he's a big guy and probably could have gotten away with it. But he he dished it out to the corner to Isaiah Stewart of all people who nailed a three-pointer yeah. to put the Pistons up by four with like 12 seconds left. So yeah, uh, shout out to Cade Cunningham. I thought that was a really good and mature play for Know where he's at in the league. Yep. So Pistons won that one Wednesday night, one thirteen, one oh nine. Start of the season, one and zero. Cleveland, Toronto. Donovan Mitchell's debut. Jared, first thoughts. I think we might have been holding back Donovan Mitchell because he looked electric in those jerseys. 
Oh yeah, like he the looked black sick jersey. in the Cavs jerseys. Yeah, he looked very good. So we, yeah, we've done something to him. So he, his season debut or Cleveland debut, he had thirty-one points and nine assists, which he's never been that kind of distributor before. Um, I mean, he's always he's had some games like that, but and obviously this is the first game, so this is not an overreaction, but. I've really liked seeing him in that kind of role of being like more of the focal point. I was kind of interested to see how that how that played out and what exactly how he would fit in if everything. And he's the guy, pretty much, which is is pretty cool for him. And yeah. uh, like I said, those uh, that jersey on him is incredible. That yeah, I like the Cavs jerseys. Uh, he yeah, he looked comfortable. At the end, he kind of reverted to the. Westbrook esque, like forcing not good shots, you know, to be like, I'm the guy, which hopefully you can kind of grow out of that. Um, but I like seeing him in the point guard role. The only kind of caveat is Darius Garland did get injured pretty early on in the game. I think he got like his yeah. eye poked or something. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see when they're actually playing side by side more how they go. But he looked good. He looked like he was comfortable with his teammates. I think Mobley and, and uh, Jared Allen are really good teammates to have around him jared allen was looked dominant at one point in the third quarter he was like blocking shots and then doing post moves on the other end and i just kept thinking rudy would never but um it's nice to see donovan with teammates he trusts yeah it's clear he's got way more talent around him than he ever had in utah which is yeah pretty depressing but good for donovan you know we're we're pro donovan mitchell in uh podcast here absolutely so props to him uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers did lose their de- debut, uh, one hundred eight, one hundred five to the Toronto Raptors to start the season zero and one. On that note, the Raptors look good. Uh, it it was kind of like a playoff atmosphere almost for opening night, which was pretty cool to watch. Um, but you know the Raptors, they're just so big. Like I think most of their players are six 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 seven and above. Um. So but they're all that same size. Like Yeah, yeah, they're literally all just six seven, six eight. So they're uh, they're tough to match up against and they're really good defensively for that reason. They looked good. Here's some trivia. What former what other former jazz man is on the Cavs right now? Easy. You have it? Yeah. Jake, Sam? Does uh Raul Nando. Oh yeah. What? We're looking it up. Rick. Rick, no, Ricky. I, Ricky. I was about to like turn my camera, but oh, Ricky Rubio. I thought we were talking about Neto. No, no, yeah, you're Neto. and Neto. Thank you. Oh, was the answer Neto? Rubio's there too. Well, I, yeah, I thought that well. I thought that we already addressed Raul? Rubio. I apologize. I forgot about Ricky. I'm sorry. I was thinking Raul. <laughs> I, don't, yes. I don't. I don't think Ricky played. Thank did you. He? I don't think so. Neto did not either. <laughs> Neto played. He got zero points. That's what I meant yeah, then. But he did play though. I like, once. I like Raul. I like Raul. He's very handsome. He is very handsome. Uh, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, the Minnesota Timberwolves debut of Rudy Gobert. And I'm not being facetious when I say that he is their best player. And that's kind of crazy. And it's also crazy how apparent it is. Jake, thoughts? I agree. Carl Anthony Towns looked bad. Like, not just, like, first game jitters. Like, he looked out of shape, slow, like he hadn't touched a basketball all off season. He airballed 
a few wide open three pointers, like best big, best shooting big man in NBA history, right? That's his thing. Self-proclaimed. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did not look. He didn't look. He did not look at last night. Um, so yeah, Cat looked bad. He looked worse than his beard, which is saying a lot. <laughs> I think Anthony Edwards. Um, he'll be. He'll, he'll, I think he'll peak kind of near the All Star break this season. Uh, you know, kind of get into his role, get used to the new flow of teammates and everything. I mean, D'Angelo Russell's D'Angelo Russell, so uh, he's going to be up and down. But yeah, Gobert was far and away the best Timberwolf, and I think having him just kind of threw a wrench in how they normally operate because they looked a little disjointed uh, in how they were moving around out there, passing the ball. So it will get better with time, but... He looked good. He he looked decent offensively. He hit like a running three pointer to end a quarter. I've never, never been more impressed. He never would have done a jazz jersey, and it was off of a steal too. Like he he got a steal on the perimeter. Like exactly. I've never seen him do something like that. So he looked really comfortable, really confident, um, and I think they trusted him offensively a lot more than the Jazz ever did. And he had like twenty five, twenty seven points. Yeah, it's watching him hit that runner. It was like when you're dating somebody. And you're like, hey, come with me to do this activity that I like. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that. And then you break up and then you go and do that activity and you run into her and some other new guy doing that activity. And you're like, what? Is that too specific? Christian, no, I like that analogy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I like it. You're doing fine? Yeah, no. (laughs) This is like. 10 years ago, okay? I'm just... <laughs> it fits. I'm trying to be like Colin Coward no, I like with my it. relationship analogies, but I think I this like one it. actually you should, hits. You should never try to be <laughs> like Colin Coward. Okay, well... I, was making I like myself. it. No, it was good. No, it but just... it's, a good, it's a good analogy. So, good Christian, analogy. so when um, Donovan left the Jazz, uh, that's like um, like a divorce, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> that I've experienced. I don't know, yeah. So, like, you just... You part ways. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> Yep. Yep. Okay. That's what happens. So, th- so then, what is no? Yeah. 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 No. No. This. Uh, uh, bring uh, it up. Bring it up. Uh, bring it up. Bring it up. Timberwolves. <laughs> make, make Christian edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it was fun to watch the Timberwolves, and I mean, we talked about this last podcast. I'm digging the bleach tips for Gobert. Looks really mm-hmm. cool, but I don't know. He just it seemed like with at Utah. He had very specific things that he was supposed to do, right? It was run the pick and roll, uh, catch, try and catch lobs, and then be a really good help defender, right? But it looked like the Timberwolves gave him a lot more freedom, and he kind of thrived, right? And there were still it a did. lot of times where, you know, he'd catch the ball in a low post, and he'd try and do some post move, and somebody would just, like, steal it from him, no problem, and he would, like, when I say flop around, I don't mean like he was trying to pretend like he got fouled. It was like he'd flop. Well, that's just how his body moves. Right, and then he'd get angry yeah. at the ref, and that happened a lot. But he just looked like he was playing more free, and he looked awesome. And I'm really excited for more people to watch him play and realize, oh wait, this guy's actually Gobert really is, good at basketball. Gobert is really good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Unlocked Gobert is my favorite Gobert. It's awesome, dude. It's awesome. Any final thoughts on Minnesota, Oklahoma City? With Carl Anthony Towns, so he saw two for ten. Not awesome. Two for seven from three. That's 20%. But he has been. Yeah, he was my first pick in fantasy, by the way, and got me the least amount of points. So hey. that feels good. Nice. Um, but with him, it's he is coming off like a sickness and he's lost a bunch of weight. Like he weighs less than Anthony Edwards right now. And oh, he's set eight inches, nine inches taller than him. That's so 
I will give him a little pass because he's coming off of the yeah, Red Illness. Yeah, insensitive jerk. Um, yeah. but Classic. Gobert looked electric. Electric's my word tonight. Everything's electric. But he Everything. Great. When it seemed like his teammates liked him, which is good for Gobert, you know, like they were feeding off of his energy as well. Everybody was hyped up. Um, so that's but like sometimes when you... divorce is good. Huh? <laughs> well, that's like when you get in a new relationship and they're like, "Hey, you're a really great guy," and you're like. Really? I am. I am. <laughs> We're just doing this. <laughs> just doing this for so Sam. sad. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Definitely have been there. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's, let's get more into this, guys. <laughs> I like this. We're gonna have a therapy session next podcast. Uh, let's okay. wrap this up with the Timberwolves Thunder. Timberwolves won that game, one fifteen, one oh eight. Thunder. I mean, they were sneaky good. They played that game close. Pokuchevsky is the tanking All Star. I want him on our team so bad. Just get Poku. Uh, I can't wait to watch watch him, Chet, and Giddy, Josh Giddy. Put Josh Giddy at the point. They're going to be the tallest team in NBA history. Okay, pull up for our listeners. Pull up Alexej Pokuschevsky, number Alexi. seventeen. What was it? Alexi. Alexi. Oh, you don't say he, lo- he looks. He looks like a toddler in a seven of foot course. two body. His face looks pretty freaky. My first thought was uh, the super, the guys with the super long necks in uh, Attack of the Clones in Star Wars. I don't know why that's. <laughs> Caminos. Yeah, the kid. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's good. To, uh, man, we're just getting worse and worse on this podcast. So we're just attacking people. Let's uh, let's stick to basketball. Maybe let's move to our next segment. Surprising things that shouldn't be surprising. First, the Detroit Pistons are legit. Jared, take it away. I just, it's hard. It's not surprising. They've won championships in multiple decades. And, but it's, for me, it's hard to like, oh, the Pistons, yeah, they're just going to suck, which has historically been true the last, like, I don't know, 10 seasons. Like, it's been a while. Yeah. But they've, they've built, they've had some really good picks and they're well coached and they looked awesome. And it's surprising, but it shouldn't be surprising because that's what happens if you pick really high for a long time and you get some good coach. Like you're gonna uh-huh. get good players, right? unless unless you're the Sacramento Kings. That's true. <laughs> well, the, yes. Well, they're just like perfectly mediocre. They never get like high high picks. They're also like mid, yeah, ten that's true. or mid like five six whatever. Um, so it shouldn't be surprising, but it's surprising. But how does this translate like to a relationship? Yeah, <laughs> got it exactly. Paolo Banchero is legit. We've already kind of talked about this. It's really fun when the rookie that you've been hyping up all offseason, like we have on this podcast, because we know what we're talking about, comes out and has the best NBA de- debut in since LeBron James. Since LeBron James, I mean, guys, if you want to look really smart among your friends, come listen to our podcast and just repeat what we say because we called it. Bonchero is sick. Times. He's legit, and uh, we just jinxed him so bad. <laughs> yeah, good, st- good start. Good start. Um, the San Antonio Spurs know how to tank. Yes, um, I shouldn't be surprised that the Spurs are a good organization and they know what they're doing and know how to be bad or know how to be good when they're good. Um, so them knowing how to put together this horrible roster to tank to get Victor Wembanyama because this face said they're probably going to get him. <laughs> um, this is how it works out for the, for, for yeah. them and for the Jazz. 
so it's just like, oh yeah, they're really good at being a basketball team. Like they just know what to, how to do everything. It's losing, right? They're good at that. They're good at winning, um, which is surprising, not surprising. Yeah. Yeah, their best player right now is Jakob Podol, former University of Utah great. Uh, Sam, do you have hey. any memories with uh, Jakob Podol? Big Utah fan. Mm, what? You knew he played there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Name, I, I, name. I uh, watch a lot of Utah uh, basketball and trivia, all sports. Trivia for everyone else. Name one other NBA player who played at Utah. Easy. Don't, Christian. I can, I can name up. three. Nope, shut up. Um, On top of Pernal. There was a there was a first round like first overall pick back in the day Played for the Warriors. And, yep, yep. He was a very tall white guy. Um, and his name was he Australian? Australian. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so close. I'm just getting everything but his name. <laughs> the most Starts with an A. Thing. Um. Um. A B is his initials. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Bennett. And it's, and it's not Andrea <laughs> Bagnani. <laughs> but he's a legend. Ah, uh, Andrew Bogut. There you go. Nice. How Man, look at that. that. I What's literally, it? my brain was just like one fact. Uh, like the name was bottom for some reason, which was the worst part. <laughs> like it was just layering down, mining down for the name. Jeez. All right. Uh, anyways, Lakers. Lakers. Great. Kyle Kuzma. Oh God damn it. Good point. I mean, yeah. That a is... very, a very old one is. Andre Miller. Yeah. Andre Miller. Yep. Mm. Um, Isaiah, what's his name? Oh, he played for the Raptors forever. Not right. Isaiah Wright? No. Oh, um, I DeLon. Know. I know who you're talking about. DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright. That's it. Yeah. There you there go. go. <laughs> who the Jazz just waved? Or is that a different right? I don't remember. Different right. Uh, different. Name one BYU player with Dan Hage. Jimmer for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jimmer. <laughs> Ever heard of him? Yeah. Danny Ainge and... Kyle uh, Collingsworth for a second in one of the games. Sean Bradley. <laughs> Sean Bradley. Danny Ainge and Sean Bradley are like the only two BYU grads who actually... Had a career. Did anything. Yeah, had a career in the NBA. So far. Yeah. yeah. Right, uh, Fred Roberts. Devin Durant. Oh, Devin Durant was actually decent for a while. NBA champion Elijah Bryant. So you guys came back. True. Rafael Ararujo, number eight overall pick. Mm-hmm. There you go. Man, this is actually pretty painful. Let's talk about something <laughs> else. This is rough. Um, so we just talked about how the Spurs... You're right, know, football. Yeah, we, go, go Kooks. Go football. Uh, so we just talked about how the San Antonio Spurs know how to tank. Apparently, so do the Los Angeles Lakers, who are now officially the front runners for the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes, <laughs> just like we all predicted. Uh, Except they don't have the a yeah. pick. <laughs> well, New Orleans will get their New picks. Orleans, yeah, New Orleans could get Victor Wembanyama, which would Zion. be absolutely wild. Oh, so funny! That would if be... the Jazz don't get it, that's what I want. Oh yeah, that'd be the best best case scenario, other than Jazz getting the pick. Can you imagine that? The two most like generational prospects in the NBA drafts for the past fifteen years both end up in their smallest market. That yeah. The draft lottery is in, not rigged if that happens. In one of in one of the markets that doesn't even like their NBA team. Yeah. Whose nickname are the freaking Pelicans? Like that's not that's their nickname, a, that's, that's their name. mascot. New Orleans Pelicans? Well, okay. I thought I thought I messed up the mascot for a second. I was like, oh no. Pels? Pels could be a nickname. Pels, yeah, that's true. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, the Lakers suck. They're painful to watch. They can't shoot. LeBron is old. He's doing everything still. He's going to break actually, down. He looks good. He does He'll look good, down. but he's going to break down. Like He can't sustain this for 82 games and then into playoffs. Anthony Davis uh, got injured tonight. Surprise. Um, flops around like a dead fish every time he hits the ground. Uh, like He just ragdolled today and hurt his back. Uh, he is... By percentage, by true shooting percentage, the worst shooter in the entire NBA over the past two seasons. And his teammates, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so rough time to be a Lakers fan. There's so many, so many funny memes on Twitter. Like after the first game, it was just like LeBron James picture. And it was like, Lakers have been eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Let's not uh let's not get carried away here though cuz Lakers fans are having a rough week. They start the season 0 and 2 and the Yankees are down 0 2 to the Houston Astros in the uh whatever conference they're in series. Do you get it cuz they're bandwagon fans? That was the Yeah, I use it. Yeah. Okay. Let's my head, but I like it. Yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty good. Uh let's move on. Jared, how do you feel about Cam Reddish? Be honest. I seen the evidence that he's turned into a good player. I'm still out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just have this thing against him. I don't. He was the he was the fifth overall pick in the 2019 18 draft with Zion, right? So they had to, so yeah. and he was he was in uh with the Hawks, and he did absolutely nothing. He seemed like he didn't even care about. He was injured off. for like a full season. Oh, okay, so he didn't even care to be healthy. Jake, <laughs> and then he goes to the Knicks, and he's he need a little Jalen Brunson in his life, I guess. He's had a good one game, so <laughs> I'm still, but I'm still out. But I also am horrible at like determining if players are good or not. Like I like especially like young prospects because I'm still on the bandwagon with Derek. Um, what's the last one? Williams? Derek Williams, yeah. Uh, in the 2011 draft, I thought he should be number one over Kyrie Irving, <laughs> and we all know who Derek Williams is. So I still hold on to that. Uh, he was awesome. Arizona I don't great. know. I'm just. Why do you like him so much, Jake? You're really high on him. Uh, Cam Reddish. I I was mostly just impressed. I was. I, I haven't really followed him closely, but I was impressed watching the New York game. I think he was their second best player. I guess may, second or third best player. Randall actually looked really good, which was surprising. Um, but yeah, he had a huge three to force overtime. He had a lot of contested layups that he made look easy. You know, he's just really athletic, big body has the potential to be a good defender and can shoot as well. So kind of everything you're looking for in a three guard, you know, small four. So, uh, I think he's going to have a, a long career as long as he stays healthy. Yep. He was the Knicks second leading scorer with 22 points, five rebounds, uh, zero assists, rough. Three steals, one block. Um, but Jake, you're right. He, he did look awesome. Uh, the Knicks unfortunately lost that game. That game was on ESPN, so you probably watched it. Uh, went into overtime with the Memphis Grizzlies. So anyways, uh, surprising things that shouldn't be surprising. Jared is wrong about a player evaluation. This time it's Cam Reddish. <laughs> I wonder why I'm so bad at fantasy basketball. I don't know. Uh, one other thing on this list should be Christian Wood is really good. And is I heard I saw a tweet that was like Christian Wood is the player that Mavericks thought they were getting in Kristaps Porzingis, but better. 
Um, mm. You know, he's a better shooter, bigger body. Well, not bigger body, but more durable body. Um, I guess a, a, a napkin is more durable than Kristaps. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, he looked he looked really good from what I watched last night and is going to be, I think he's going to be the second best player on that Mavs team behind Luca, And that's in part because he's playing with Luca. You know, for the same reason, you know, Mo Williams was an all-star back in 07? Uh, oh, nine. Oh, nine? When he was playing with LeBron James yeah. and then did nothing else for the rest of his career. But anyways, uh, yeah, he, he, he looked really good. He had 16 straight points in the fourth quarter and a third to the to the fourth. Yeah. Like, and Luke was out the entire time. He was just incredible. That's actually one we've of the games We've never seen Christian Wood on a good team. So I think it's going to be really fun to see him in a situation where he needs to perform. And last night he did. I think the Mavs kind of gave that game away uh, just barely. But uh, also Tim Hardaway Jr. being back is big. He's a good player. Um, he will be the second or third best player. But right, I'll, I'll be honest. I got really nervous when you said Christian Wood. And I was like, oh, no, I'm about to get attacked just like we attacked Jared. So um, Sam. <laughs> You were just yeah. in Europe. Can you give us a little language lesson? Please pronounce this name. Oh, yeah, no. It's uh, Svai Makaluk. Perfect. Svi Mikaluk. I think Sam wins out of that. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. Svi Makaluk. We get it. You learned Farsi, Jared. Mike Hailuk. I think we all lost. Yeah, Jared, where did that come from? Just for our listeners, we just get a message in the chat from Jared. Said this guy's name spelled S V I space M Y K H A I L I U K, and Jared just said pronounce this. So there you go, guys. That's what we do for fun on a Friday night. <laughs> um, he plays for the Knicks. He's a DNP. Did not participate only because of the coach's decision. He's still very healthy. Um, He's in this. <laughs> yeah, we were worried about Sweet. Svi Mikhailik. Mikhailik. Right, sweet, Mikhailik. sweet Svi. Oh, that's not that's his Svi is a short for his actual name. It's S V I A T O S L A V Svitoslav. Wow, this isn't wild. This is beautiful <laughs> podcasting too. So everyone just imagine these names. Yeah. This is wild. This is good, guys. This is really good. Let's move on to our almost last segment. We'll wrap it up with the Tom Brady of the week. Everyone's oh. like, please stop. Ashley's like, are you guys still going? Wins for a salty <laughs> hater. Uh, Jared, walk us through this James Harden, Marcus Smart dance. Mm. Mm. This is probably the highlight of the week or the opening couple games. So this is James Harden. He's being guarded by the supposedly the best defensive player in the reigning league last year. Reigning defensive player of the year. A bunch of garbage. Um, For our listeners uh, who can't see me, I'm shaking my head and glaring because that's, uh, yeah. The biggest I garbage. Can't, I can't stand yeah. that pick. That it, it pissed me off. Complete garbage. Anyway, so Smart's guarding Harden. Harden's a dynamic one-on-one player. He <laughs> he takes a dribble, kind of does a little hezzy, pulls it back, like crosses back. Smart flops, kind of trips, flops mostly. 
like to the end line. Like he just like gl- was gliding on like the floor. Thirty feet, no joke. <laughs> it was that yeah, it was pretty wild. And then Harden is all by himself. He does a little shimmy, like a really cocky son of a gun. And then he takes a shot Bleep. and completely yeah, all this up and completely bricks it. Misses the net completely. It was absolutely yes, it hits fantastic. The side of the backboard. It could not have been like that is the best case scenario for two players I hate most in the NBA. For them to play against each other, for them both to make a fool of each other, and both just just be horrible at the end. So it was it was fantastic. Couldn't have been happy. Yeah. It's it's kinda wild. It doesn't matter, you know, Democrat, Republican, religious, atheist. Every single person on this planet either hates James Harden or Marcus Smart usually both and to see both of them fail so badly at the same time was mm. just like building it's like, bridges it's like being in a yeah. great relationship um <laughs> <laughs> other wins for salty haters the nets are still the nets they have kevin durant kyrie irving uh former rookie of the year ben simmons jake how do they look <laughs> kyrie didn't look great and uh ben simmons for sure didn't look great uh let me grab a stat line i got gotcha. you four points five rebounds five assists three turnovers six fouls negative 26 plus minus oh. yeah, so so our boy mm. ben had a pretty good night i predicted he would never play again in the nba after that game he may not ever play again in the nba um he's proved yeah. you wrong before hater i mean he he hasn't he hasn't played in in over a year, so I guess we cut him a little slack. But uh, we do not. KD was still good. I mean, I guess he was still minus twenty three. But you know, KD's KD. He's gonna get his numbers. He's gonna play well. And everybody else, like looking at their team, they don't have anyone else. They have KD, Kyrie, Royce O'Neal, and Patty Mills or Royce O'Neal is probably their third best player, unless Ben Simmons can pull his uh, head out. You know. So the only other name that I really recognize is uh, Markeith Morris. You know, the other ones I I know, but not really well. Now, that's interesting. When we were going through games, we kind of focused on the games that former Jasmine played on, played in. We didn't really talk about Royce O'Neal. Why? Why is that? (sighs) He's very forgettable. And out of those four that left the Jazz, he's by far like um, the the least impactful. (laughs) Yeah, the worst and least impactful. I like Royce. I wish him all the success in the world. He was a cool minus 27, leading the Nets in minus. Um, I like Royce. Hope he's successful. He's, uh, yeah, it was just frustrating watching him try to guard like LeBron James when he's like 6'5". Yeah, it was just frustrating watching him, period. He hit the occasional three, you know. Yeah. Well, in warm-ups, he would never miss. That's true. I've never seen yeah. him miss a warm-up shot. He was a he good three-point shooter. He would just miss some really frustrating ones. Wins for a salty hater. Last one on our list. Uh, the two worst teams in the NBA at this point in the season, both with a record of zero wins, two losses. The Los Angeles Lakers, which is awesome, and the Philadelphia 76ers, just like we all predicted. NBA's back. Feels baby. good. It feels yeah. good. Yeah, feels good. That's a win James Harden America. is dribbling like he's uh, on Houston in 2016. And like he's getting numbers, nice. but uh, I don't know. The ball's just sticking. So Philadelphia looks kind of meh 
Joel Embiid looks not great. Sam, any final NBA thoughts? Um, I'm just, uh, I, I don't want the Jazz to play their second game because right now I'm just <laughs> on a high and I just want that to stay for the rest of the season. So I'm just scared. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, next game is tomorrow, Friday, the 21st at the Timberwolves. So Jazz versus Rudy Gobert. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Well, let's, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, we have our Tom Brady of the week. Um, he had an interesting quote this week. He said, I almost look at, at like, I'm, I'm just going to say how he said it. It doesn't make total sense. I almost look at like a football season, like you're going away on deployment in the military. Uh, Jake, you're in the military. How, uh, how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about to this? be clear? I've never been deployed, nor will <laughs> I ever be deployed. Uh, not that attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but deployment is a really tough thing, right? Typically, you're away from your family for anywhere from six to eighteen months, depending. Uh, it can get extended. Uh, you know, you can, in some situations, not be able to have any contact with your family, right? Uh, your travel is restricted. You have to stay in one spot. So in no way is the NFL season like this, (laughs) maybe in the sense of like it being grueling and like you have to kind of, you know, put your family on hold, which I correct me if I'm wrong, but there are other players who have successful families and are NFL players. Wrong. Corrected. (laughs) Correct. Let's back up a little bit though. Like, but when you're in the military, when you get deployed, you get to go to really cool, safe, places right yeah that's true all deployments are really really safe yeah okay um and they get to come home every week right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah honest well i mean he came out and apologized i don't know why he did because i think i think he's he holds right. up he's totally right. i mean the temperature on the miami dolphin sideline is a war zone in and of itself am i right that's true so, explain that reference because that's that's actually a great take oh yeah um oh sorry okay, Jake. no no, no. i was yeah. just gonna say again i've never been deployed so those are just my my that's my true. thoughts on on the topic well, the Minnesota Vikings have because uh, when they went to <laughs> the Miami Dolphins Stadium, uh, fun engineering fact or architecture, I think, I don't know, both. Science. The, science, yes. Science, science rules. Science rules. The Miami Dolphins Stadium was built specifically for afternoon games. The uh, sun would only be hitting on the opponent's sideline. And the dolphin sideline is completely shaded. So um, temperature difference between the sidelines was like 110 degrees for the Minnesota Vikings and like 86 for the Miami Dolphins. It was almost smart. illegal, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Almost Sounds illegal. smart to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Home yeah. field advantage, baby. Go yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins haven't been good in how long? Oh, uh, ever? Is that the word? Yeah. I think it's ever one. Dan Marino. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I just meant like a wait. I never won. Wait, a wait, yeah, Super he Bowl. never won the Super Bowl, so it's just like my Minnesota Vikings. That's true. That's true. I mean, they haven't been good in our lifetime. So. Basically, they're the Utah Jazz. Actually, uh, that's <laughs> almost a uh, perfect. Uh, yeah, that's true. Dang it, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> they, I like they the have, Dolphins. <laughs> they won two Super Bowls. Nineteen seventy-three, nineteen seventy-four. Okay, so then. 
the Vikings or the Jazz. Got it. Because yep. <laughs> we got because they got to the Super Bowl a few times and lost it. So, yep, Perfect. both purple, both my teams. Awesome. Sounds like you have a type. Let's tie yep. that in somehow. Um, ah. Let's wrap this thing up. Jared, <laughs> final thoughts. What do you got? It's pronounced Svi Mikhailuk. Nice. I like yeah, whatever. It. I don't care. I'm like, I'm just rolls, like a word. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> like a... uh, Sam, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I, um, I'm i going to be Luigi for Halloween this year. So uh, with not alone. There will be a group of others. <laughs> okay. I didn't just like. Sam's I'm... doing trick-or-treating by himself <laughs> yeah. as Luigi. Yeah. No, there is a, my friends are doing a party. And last year, my friend group, we went downtown on Halloween night as the Scooby gang, the mystery gang, I should say. Who are and you? This year. Thelma? Uh I was yep mm-hmm, yeah I was Shaggy thank you very much Raggy um, yeah <laughs> and I uh, don't you mean okay. Waggy <laughs> uh, yes. and yeah this year we're being Mario themed and I am Luigi so yep you should have been a Goomba I don't I was a Goomba last is. year you were a Goomba, a Goomba last, last year a Goomba is like the little mushroom dudes ah uh, gotcha. I've known them as mushroom dudes my whole life. <laughs> ah, common mistake. <laughs> yeah. Jake, final thoughts. Uh, I am so so happy the NBA is back, but I have no idea how I'm supposed to do NBA and do homework. So. Um, oh, and also you have a family. Also my family. Yeah. <laughs> also my family. Also my my actual job. So, uh, it's gonna be fun fun balancing all of it. Listeners, tell your friends. Tell your family, tell everybody, listen under Analyze so Jake can quit his real job um, and support his real family and uh, do this <laughs> thing full time. Uh, my final thoughts along the same lines of the Goomba. Um, saw an interesting discussion this week that that Goomba in the original Mario uh, is probably the enemy in a video game that has killed the most players. And I actually kind of agree with that. Hmm. So. Wow, Pac Man. Or the jellies? Which ghost? Ghosts. Or... Probably, probably close. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's got to be one of those. Probably close. Early ones, trying to figure out how video games work, and that first one, uh, he'll get you every time. Yeah. Mm. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with us. We love doing this, and we'll catch you next week. Later. Later.